This episode of the Reality Check Podcast is brought to you by my book, How to Get Your Shit Together, the last self-help book you will ever need. In my personal, realistic, and down-to-earth style, I share what it takes to survive the impact of mental illness and childhood trauma. To go from a place of barely surviving to passionately thriving. I draw from my lived experience with mental illness, childhood trauma, and the recovery process, providing practical advice, tips, and techniques for overcoming anxiety, defeating depression, moving on from trauma, getting organized, finding meaning, and following your dreams. How to get your shit together has the potential to turn your life around, to improve your mental state, functionality, and overall health. It's out now as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook. And you can grab yourself a copy via the link in the show notes. The Reality Check Podcast is brought to you by Kamigo, the world's first patented technological device that provides quick relief for anxiety, stress, and panic attacks by combining three scientifically proven methods that activate the parasympathetic nervous system and calm the body. The Kamigo provides adaptive breathing regulation. It measures the depth of your breath and provides you with feedback to help slow down your breathing and thus calm you down. It does this through multisensory stimulation, which acts as a form of present state awareness and grounding. And it also employs aromatherapy, adding a calming scent to provide therapeutic relief for rapid relaxation. I use the Kamigo daily at the start of my meditation sessions to help calm me down and focus me. And I also use it at night as a way to de-stress, relax, and move into a peaceful night's sleep. Reality Check Podcast listeners will receive $30 off their order with the coupon code ZACKPPHILLIPS or via the link in the show notes. So what I've got for you today is some audio from a workshop that I did on building an authentic Instagram following with the remotely possible community. One of my Instagram accounts has about 25,000 plus followers, growing by about 100 followers every day. It's getting more comments than I can possibly respond to more likes than I can track, and an abundance of direct messages. It's popping, and the community is thriving. I get so much engagement. So what I wanted to do with this workshop was to just spell out, give back to the community some of the tips and tricks that I've used to facilitate that authentic growth. Because ultimately, it's not about the numbers. It's about the connection. It's about having people that are following you that actually care. If people just check out what you're doing and like and follow, but they don't engage, what's the point? You know, what's the point both from a financial perspective, i.e. you can't convert, but more importantly from a human perspective. If you have one person liking your post or a million, but you have no comments, no connections, no engagements, it feels rather shallow. So... What I hope to do with this talk 
is to give you some actual value, to lend you some ideas on how you can build your own Instagram following. Now, the lessons apply to Instagram directly, but the principles in general apply to social media as a whole. So if you're keen, uh, check it out. Let me know what you think. And I just want to remind you that if if you're looking to build up a following and you want some coaching, I offer coaching on a variety of different topics. Basically, anything that I'm doing online or talk about or engage with, I coach people on. So that primarily involves mindset and habit building and meditation. But it also go down, goes down the path of online presence and connection and website design. And as you'll hear in uh, this discussion, the Instagram account that I am going this well on is a kink sex positive Instagram account. I'll put a link below so you can check that out too. Um, so I do offer coaching down that space as well. The reason I'm mentioning this is if this information appeals to you and you want some personal and direct and specific advice for you, hit me up and we can arrange a coaching session, either a once-off or an ongoing coaching session where we can meet face-to-face, voice call in real time, or do it as a voiced or text message servicer option. So I use an app in which my clients will message me, either voice or text, and then I'll message them back that day or the next day. And it's working quite well. So if you're keen on any or all of that, let me know. But without further ado, here is the talk. All right. So my name is Zachary Phillips. I primarily do online mental health advocacy, authoring, posting, um, but I've found quite a lot of success in the Instagram space with what started off as a site, little side project. Um, I've, I think I've put, I've put it in the chat so I can repost it if you can't see it. The first link is to my kink sex positive account. It started off as memes um, that's switched into a podcast and it's growing into a Patreon account um, and a variety of other things are going to grow off that. I do um, books, um, online teaching, like I do a variety of different things because I like to experiment. So I've put, um, yeah, um, Bill's just reposted that. That's where I'm sort of primarily seeing a lot of success in the Instagram space. Um, Yeah, there's there's a lot that I've got going on, but I figured that take the benefits and the lessons that I've learned down that path. And it can be applied not only to Instagram, but to, I think, to the online space in general. Like, what I, w- I would suggest that in general, like the principles behind what we're going to go into will work across your other social medias, provided you find the medium that works for you. So like, we'll talk about Instagram primarily, but just have it in the idea in the back of your mind. Okay. This could be quite good approach to looking at how to do Twitter to Pinterest, to Facebook, to all of the other social medias and sort of your online presence in general. Does that, does that sort of fly? So, excuse me. In general, the principle that I like to go with is share your open and honest truth, your vulnerability, be real. Um, I've got a bit of an idea in my mind. If you only appeal, let's say like you can put your personality out there, who you are personally, and that appeals to 1% of people, right? That means in a room of 100 people, one person's going to like what you're saying. If you extend the maths out and we look in the online space, that's one out of a hundred. That's 10 out of a thousand. That's a hundred out of 10,000. Um, 10, you see, you see the maths here, right? So in a world that's online and digital, if you, even if you only, if you only get one person to like you out of a hundred, that still can be a massive following. 
right? So I want to I want to suggest that you don't need to, in general, be posting things or putting out content for everyone, and that'll actually make you come across as bland and generic and stale. The the core principle of what I'm trying to go for and what I want you to take away, if you only take one thing, is just be your authentic self. The more you can be your authentic self, the more chance you have of people actually liking and understanding you, right? So that sort of encapsulates the whole push of what I'm going to be going into is just being your authentic self. We're going to talk about, like like you asked, um, how often to be, to be posting. We'll talk about hashtags. We can talk about a variety of different things, but the core fundamental truth is share your truth. Does that make sense? I, I would like to have every post that I'm doing within that framework, either being entertaining, educational, entertaining or educational. Does that sort so, so a lot of people sort of post when they're sort of promoting their self or their business They'll post stuff that's showing what the business is doing, but it's boring, if that makes sense. So you'll see gyms posting videos of people exercising and it's just like, oh, here's people exercising. Yeah. And it's not in in capturing or engaging. It's not informing the people like how to exercise. It's not entertaining them or making them laugh. It's just sort of, it feels stale, right? So Obviously, everyone, what everyone is doing is a little bit different. Yeah. But if you have the idea in your mind of like, okay, I want my posts to project myself, my truth in a way that's educational or engaging, sorry, educational or entertaining with the overall um, sort of on top of that, wanting to create a community, right? So when we're talking about community, and this is, this is one of the key things, if you get any engagement at all, right? If people are commenting, if people are messaging you, if people are interacting, respond, okay? Like respond to them because they're the people that are actually caring. So it's very easy to look at stuff like a numbers game. So one of my accounts has got 23,000 followers. The other one's got to think about six. And it's very easy. Like I fell into this trap as well. It's like, you want more followers, you want more followers, excuse me, which you do. Of course you want more because that gives you more access to you know, potential customers, to sharing your message, all of that stuff. You do want more, but I would prefer to have a hundred dedicated followers than a million people that are just clicking like and moving on. Does that sort of make sense? Like if, if you have a hundred people that are your clients and you only have a hundred followers, like you're, you're, you are winning, like you can live off that. If you have a million people that are clicking like and not, not really caring about who or what you're doing, that's, it's not useless because there will be, you know, ways you can get affiliate marketing and all of these other things, but it's, it's not as genuine. Does that, does that sort of make sense? So in general, I would suggest that if you get any engagement, respond, respond, like that's, that's your key thing. More importantly than posting, more important than anything. Now with the, the um, kink sex positive account, it's gotten to the stage where I, I can't respond to every comment just based on time. Like I'll open up the app and it goes a hundred likes, a hundred comments, um, a bunch of story mentions and maybe 20 to 30 direct messages. And like, I'll clear that. And then I'll open up again later in the day and I get that again. Right. So it's like people are engaging. So for me now I've moved away from responding to the comments because for me to authentically responding to those comments would be, that would be more than a full-time job. It's like just time-based. It's not, not on. 
But what I can do is engage people and get them to enter the DMs and then talk to them personally. So what I've started doing just recently is a push to um, drive a Patreon support up. I want to use a Patreon, which is like a uh, basically people can give monthly contributions to support what content creators are doing. They, they support with like, say, $5 a month, and I give them extra bonuses and benefits. Now, going down this authentic path, I was posting about it and not really getting any responses. But what I've started doing now is engaging people with Instagram stories, getting them to respond and connect, engaging them with that responsiveness and connection genuinely, and then mentioning to them like, hey, I'm doing this um, podcast that has a connected Patreon, that Patreon supports what I'm doing here, all of that sort of stuff with a voice message, right? So I'm actually using my voice to speak in Instagram direct messages saying, hey, this is what like, thank you for supporting because it is, you know, what I've started doing because this is like the honest to God truth. There's an infinite amount of time that people can spend on infinite opportunity for people to to put their attention but if someone's putting their attention on you that's a blessing right like they could spend it anywhere they're spending it on me so i'm thanking them for that like they're choosing to spend it on me on what i'm doing thank them for that and then using that opportunity to let them know more with a voice message and the voice message is far more personable far more connection far more authentic than a copy pasted message i've tried both the the copy pasted message doesn't work that great but the voice message does because it's more personal. Does that sort of does that sort of make sense? We're going for personability here. I in in every possible way, authentic truth. Hey Isaac, not sure if you've oh, hey Isaac, not sure if you've joined in. Um, just a just a quick recap. We've gotten started. Um, the the core the core truth that we're going to go through with a few different examples is open and honest, vulnerable truth. Share yourself right? And that will get people to know who you are. Now on that topic. So I think when people start out on Instagram, they talk, they, they have this idea or social media in general, it's like, oh, every post is going to be a, an event, right? Every post has to be special and you have to craft the words underneath and yada, yada. It's not special. It's just simply not. Look at your own habits online. You scroll, you scroll, you scroll, you look, you scroll. Like it's not, it's nothing special, but it feels special because you're putting your, your content out, right? I. I feel, I feel like people care too much about each, each individual post, but not about the overall message. It's like we've got it the wrong way around. If you were to just share yourself as you're doing, and this will get into your question um, on how often to post and that sort of stuff. But if you, if you have to think about it too much, you, you might be overthinking it. Like that's me going like, oh, how can I project the best image that I can do? You know, like, what can I, how can I put forth? Like, that's fake. I, I'm doing, one of the things that I do online is mental health advocacy and sort of creative writing through healing with poetry. I, I write poetry all the time and I push that people should write poetry themselves to heal, to grow. And I put my poetry out there. It's dark, it's brooding, it's emo. It's, it's that sort of stuff as a way to model the behavior, as a way to get my poetry out there, all of that sort of stuff. But when I initially started doing it, I was tra even treating that too serious because I was looking at other poets and they're all like super serious about it. It's like, this is my poem. It's like, yeah, it is, but just share. Like it's, it's none, none of this is that serious. You're just a person. I'm just a person. Be out there and be honest with that, right? And that leads to your question on how often to post. Um, 
as much as you can more <laughs> more 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 because it feels like you're flooding the market but once again if you consider the online space you pick up your phone and you've got most people have all of the social media apps you've got instagram twitter facebook maybe snapchat maybe um i don't know all, all of the other <laughs> you know there's, there's so many options you've got youtube you've got there's endless opportunities right and you're waiting for the algorithm to feed people your post if you post different types of posts you've got more chance of appearing to them right if you just wait for that perfect opportunity these perfectly phrased posts maybe only five percent of your audience see it yeah so if you just keep posting keep posting not only you will figure out what sort of posts are landing with your community so for me i know there's certain posts that land certain posts that just don't and i'm learning just sort of intuitively going okay that one got a whole bunch of responses this one got a whole bunch of responses um th then maybe i should go down that path obviously if it connects to what i'm doing personally yeah while we're on that on that topic talking about hashtags <sighs> on instagram you can post up to 30 hashtags right up to 30 hashtags and i suggest you should use all of them there are a few apps um, that you can use to get uh, the best hashtags for your market. Hash, hashtag expert. Spell E-X-P-E-R-T. I've just put it in the tag, hashtag expert. If you look at that, you type in your prime hashtag that you think people will like, and it will spit back 30 hashtags that might help boost you up adds into your comments you you add it as a comment not to the main post so you've got your your picture your comment your picture with the caption underneath then under that there'll be a comment you put the hashtags into the comments and it will come up with this it'll look like this hang on dot 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 followed by a hashtag your hashtags which means that if someone's looking through your post the hashtags won't be visible is hashtag expo free you hang on I'll, I'll get i will address the, the price of it but what will happen is you will go dot 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 hashtags so that it's not visible and doesn't look ugly but what it does is is that when people search they search for the hashtags based on the topic so if we're talking what i'm doing they might be looking at memes they might be looking at poetry poetry pops up plus all of the related things that people talk about poetry they see it maybe they click on now you're, you're driving more people to your channel yeah Hashtag expert, I think there's a trial There's a trial for it, then you have to pay for it. Um, there are other ones that are free. It's not perfect. Some of the hashtags that it suggested for me were causing me to get shadow banned because of the um, space that the kink sex positive account goes into. And I had to um, tweak some of them. So it's not, it's not, it's not a perfect um, system, but what you could do is uh, try the trial for free copy and paste some of the hashtags that you know you're going to use and just store them for later use. You know, it's not, but once again, use all 30, um, post them in the comments and make sure they're relevant to what you're doing. Okay. Regardless of whether, where you get them from. Um, and if you find your, your posts um, or find yourself in that similar field, you might see hashtags that other people are using that you can add. Once again, I'm not, I don't like to focus on hashtags too much because it's a way to get people to look, but it's not a way to keep the audience. It's not a way to engage with them. If you um, want to convert, like you were saying before, with the to like a coaching basis or a, um, a teaching basis, 
having more numbers isn't necessarily the best thing. You want to have a dedicated group of people that really care about what you're doing. Okay, so a shadow ban. What is a shadow ban and how do we get around the shadow banning when writing and sharing, for example, certain words that may or may not be not safe for work? Yeah, okay. So a shadow ban is when, and this has happened to my account a couple of times, um, when for whatever reason, Instagram decides that you're doing something that's questionable, um, I've been shadow banned for a couple of reasons. What they do is is they allow they don't allow you to be searched for unless someone types in your username perfectly, right? Um, so it will stop um, new people finding your page, and it makes it awkward for the people that know you to find you as well. Now this this can happen depending on if you post something controversial, like back in the day, if you posted something about COVID when that was at its height. People are getting shadow banned. If there's a if there's a recent political thing, people are getting shadow banned. If someone's controversial, they get shadow banned. Um, and if you're posting generally in the not safe for work space, you're navigating that place a lot. There will be more reasons to it as well. Um, to get around the shadow ban, you have to make sure once again, if you're choosing hashtags, choose the right ones. And this is what caught me with the hashtag expert. I realized that some of the hashtags it was recommending, I would type them into the search thing, and it was like people that post in this hashtag are. Uh, post questionable stuff. And I'm like, Ooh, I want to avoid that. Right. So I, I, I searched through all of the hashtags I was po posting off and then got rid of those not great ones and found better ones to insert in my typical 30 hashtags that I post that helped remove some of that problem. The second problem that I realized in order to deal with the shadow ban was, was to make sure that I wasn't acting like a robot. So there was a time where I was engaging with people so often and rather than being as personal, I was sharing personal messages, but I was trying to interact with everyone in my DMs. But I did it so much that Instagram thought that I was using a bot to engage with people because I wanted to start up these conversations. So I was doing that by copying and pasting the same message. Now, obviously, I've moved away from that because that's not as personal. It's not as great, but Instagram thought I was being a robot because I was doing it just so much, right? Not great. Um, how do you know if you get shadow banned? You don't know if you've got shadow banned. I've been told by um, people in my community, they message me like, oh my God, you've, 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 <laughs> where are you? And I'm like, okay, shadow banned. What you do if you discover that you've been shadow banned, you basically stop posting for a day or two, right? Just, just chill. You check to make sure your hashtags have been are the right ones. You, um, if you've posted anything that's been flagged, a notification will come up and you can appeal that flag in the account settings. This is getting quite into the weeds, so I'm not going to go too direct on that. Um, but you just basically take a break and then just relook at what you're posting and just sort of slow down a little bit. You might need to take a couple of days off from posting. It's not the biggest issue to, unless you're in a certain space. The other thing I do is like, um, like Bill's been posting the, um, the two Instagram accounts I've got in my kink sex positive account. I will regularly post saying, Hey, follow me on my other account just to make sure that we're all golden. Right. So that if, if my account gets deleted, they're still there. And if I get shadow banned and that sort of stuff, I'm not, that's not like, that's really quite in the weeds on the discussion. It's not, it's a bit deviating from the building of the authentic following, but it's all, it's all part of it. Okay. Now I want to encourage anyone, if you have, um, questions keep please asking them um directly ask about your uh your personal experience because i want to give you as much benefit to your um your personal 
pages, what you're hoping to grow. So please do ask away. I'll keep, um, I can keep rambling on this for ages um, and I, I will continue to do so, but I would much prefer to be answering um, your direct questions that can help you personally. Yeah. Sure. Have so, you, I, have a, I have a question then real quick. Um, yeah. So you mentioned, you know, Instagram, Facebook, possibly Snapchat, maybe Twitter, who knows if that'll still be around. Um, <laughs> but how do you, as far as being authentic, I'm, I'm guessing you're likely to find your audience on different social media. Is there, how do you, do you test them all out to know, like if you're, if you're people that hold that same interest, like who knows, maybe like a, if you're talking about yarn, yarn might be people who use Facebook a lot more. Mm. If you're talking about travel, probably Instagram or maybe Pinterest. Um, how do you recommend finding where your audience might be? Yeah. Okay. I would, I would suggest try absolutely everything, right? Like, so enter every single space and experiment and realize that although like you personally, Bill, you're, you're you, no matter where you go, if you were, if you personally were to go onto LinkedIn, that's a different sort of face of you, a different version of you. It's, it's you in a different, um, it's you in a different room of a house, so to speak, right? If you were to engage in Twitter, if you were to engage in Pinterest, right? That's still you, but it's a different version of you, right? And that means that try, I would suggest trying, like, you know, put your, put your community out there on all of the different platforms and see where it lands based on your personality. So for whatever reason, for me, the kink sex positive stuff is doing great on, on Instagram, right? And I think it's going to do, you know, the, the podcast is growing. So that's, you know, and the, the Patreon is growing, right? That's where it's working for me. But on Twitter, it's not as popular. And the reason it's not as popular is Twitter doesn't have a censor, right? So on Twitter, you can go and people can post hardcore, literally explicit sex. And it's just full, which means that the, the subtlety and the comments and my personality gets lost in that space. The way that people people like my stuff is because I'm putting like my personality into the captions, making a joke of it, responding, all of that sort of stuff. And once again, back to the core message that I'm trying to get for here is the core truth of me, my honest, vulnerable, personal opinions, myself. It gets lost on Twitter more so. I don't have as much success there. Yeah, my personal um, my personal account when I'm talking about uh, my my poetry and my mental health stuff that actually goes quite well on LinkedIn because there's this sort of community of professionals, right? Whereas my my poetry with cool visuals goes quite well on Instagram, but just completely bombs on Twitter. But goes quite well on Poetizer, which is a a text based poetry only uh, social media account, right? Like I've I've got same thing. If I talk about meditation, I have got a account on Insight Timer, which is a meditation app. Obviously, that sort of stuff goes quite well there. So I guess the summary is, is try yourself across all of the things. Realize that every audience, even though there might be the same people, they're looking for different things depending on where they are. And also the, the way that you can talk to your audience in those different accounts is different because like, you know, on Twitter, you've got certain restrictions. On Pinterest, you've got different restrictions. On Instagram, you've got different restrictions. Does that sort of make sense? Yeah. So yeah, a couple I like of that. Thank you. Cheers. No, yeah, cheers. There's there's a couple of questions. Okay. Sorry if you covered this already. Sorry, um, sorry. Yep, that's okay. We'll, we'll I'll answer yeah. your question, then we'll go to the um the questions in the yeah. comments. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, me? 
Yes. Yes. Sorry. I'm looking at I'm looking at you, but I forget that it's not like a normal classroom. <laughs> <laughs> so um, back to Instagram. Yes. Okay. So I'm mainly posting videos, as in reels. Does it matter? Do you have to mix it up? And and I wasn't sure. I thought I read somewhere that you're not allowed to actually have original music like if I I love Cindy Lauper right okay so if I had Cindy Lauper playing in the background is that a no-no and they can, can they ban me okay so so what was the first question about sorry the the posting uh, the videos or the reels uh, yeah so you know how you can do posts reels I can't remember whatever yep. I mainly do reels um do you I, have to mix it up or does it yeah matter? gotcha gotcha I okay so so if um and like feel free to look at my my profile's as you okay. go, like um, if you can post them again, please, Bill. I will post anytime I do a video, I will post it as a, I'm not sure if you can see this is, oh, that's awkward. Okay. So see, this is my, my personal page. There's a, yeah. there's a video of me promoting what we're doing here. Right. Yeah. And I will have posted that as a reel as well. Right. Do both because that way it sits there and it goes to the reels. The reels disappear unless you click oh, that through to the highlighting thing. Once again, give people the opportunity to see you in all different places. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just more is better um, because people will work out like there's just as a little aside, I posted a picture of me doing a spit roast in the kink sex positive account. And a friend of mine was like, Oh my God, this account's you. She didn't know it was me because the, even though I've posted my face a bunch of times for whatever reason, the algorithm didn't feed her those pictures. They were only showing her a portion of my content. Right. So mm-hmm. she might've been following me for like, I don't know, half a year, a year, but didn't realize that it was me. Right. And like someone, this is someone I know. So there's, so, so like, don't feel like you're overposting, share it to both. In terms of the music, I don't think they like having music in the background. They won't ban you. They might take down the video at worst, but probably not. They probably, probably, it probably won't matter at all. But if you do want to add music, there's a feature in the, um, in the reels and now in the store, in the, just in the feed. So both that you can add music. So as you're posting, you can click add music, add music to the feed, add music to there. Makes sense. A couple of questions uh does it help okay sarah says does it help on screening who follows you and follows back bots etc okay (sighs) i would suggest that it's not worth your time to screen who follows you okay because the more you grow the less viable that is as a option to do okay so like i've like i said i'm getting maybe 50 to 100 to 150 followers daily it's physically impossible for me now to to scan and screen, right? Um, if bots want to follow me, they do. Like every time, every time, and it's it's very like, oh, I hate it. Like part of me like irks by it, but I just let it go now. Like I'll post a mental health post, and I get three or four bots commenting like, "Hey, that's a great post. You should." And they're, they're spamming, right? They're, they're they're like adding spam comments, trying to direct traffic. I just leave them now. I don't even bother deleting them because it's sort of like they're highlighting their own toxicity if that makes sense it's not it's not a space for me to get into and people people can see clearly that they're they're bots and that the places they're promoting aren't authentic if that makes sense so i wouldn't necessarily screen who i'm following for that reason that said if you're wanting to develop a very small and private community you could set your account to private and then really make a community that, okay, only the people that are following me, excuse me, are people that I know and care about. That is an option, depending on the strategy you're going for. If you're wanting to build up quite big, 
I don't think you can afford the time to do it. And you should just encourage as many people as to follow, obviously engaging openly and honestly as vulnerably as possible. But it sort of depends on your strategy personally. Does that sort of make sense, Sarah? Like, please let me know if you want me to go in more depth on that one. Go to the next question. Hi, thanks so much for giving me My question is, when you say authentic content and show the real you, so you mean show your professional life or talk about personal life or educate people or talk about faith and life or mix of everything? Okay, I, I mean a mix of everything. So what I mean by showing you, okay, I'm, I'm going to assume and tell me if I'm wrong um, on this, but if you're doing it as a personal brand, as in it's you, it's not doing it for a company, you are more than just the topic of what you're talking about. So in general, once again, on the King Sex Positive page, I'm talking down in that realm, but that realm is actually quite broad and it, it interlinks with life. It interlinks with relationship, with work, with mental health. All of these things I talk upon, right? Self, self-improvement, self-development, open and honesty. Like it, yes, on the surface, I'm sharing memes, but like if the comments with the community, with all of this connection, it's so much more than just sex memes, right? It's, it's so much more. So I would, I, I will share myself, my personality in that space, obviously not overdoing it because that's like this, I don't want to like ruin the aesthetic and the feel, but definitely sharing myself. It's like, Oh, Hey, if I'm feeling, you know, quite good today, I'll take a picture. It's like, yeah, feeling cute might delete later. Like just flirt a little bit. Right. Oh, I'm feeling bad. I'll share, I'll share like, you know, a poem from my other account and being like, Hey, you know, there's more to me than just the memes. Follow me over there. Just giving them a real look at me. Right. Not just this, one approach. Now, if you're doing this as a company, you might want to project a certain image that the company's going for, right? So if you think about some companies project, like, you know, they're the cool kids, or they're going for like the mum market or whatever they're going for, they will sort of have to cater that. But if we're talking about a personal brand, share yourself. And in terms of like sharing yourself, there's a couple of things that you can go down this path. If you're stuck for content, share the process. Okay, share the process, journal digitally what you're doing, right? So like me putting out the fact that I'm doing this right now with you, this is, isn't like, this is, this is a part of the process that I'm doing, right? It's not just a meme, it's me doing the online work that is what I'm doing, right? It's me establishing community. If I'm writing, like I'm, I'm in the process of writing a couple of books at the moment down the, the, the erotica space, poetry and fiction, and another long form novel. So every so often I'm just sharing, I'm like, hey, I'm writing this. Who wants to see a sneak peek, right? I'm sharing the process. So obviously the process will look different for you, but people get off on not just what you're, what you're actually end up putting out there, but they want to see the general, the, the, the overall thing. So it's like, oh, hey, I'm exercising now. I'm meditating now. I'm doing these things. This is me. This is my life. And since you like my general content, you probably want to see a bit of the process and it's just more real truth. Tell me if I've answered that question or not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Like once again, um, keep asking. I'm happy to keep going. Um, we can, we can stay in chat as long as we like. I've got a few more little points that I wanted to get through. But like I said, I want to give as much value to you guys um, as possible. That's the whole point of this talk, <laughs> to, to, to give as much possible back. And like so I said, ask, ask the personal questions. Ask questions that like are selfish because <laughs> this, is, this is what we're here for, right? Get, get as much benefit for you personally, please. And while, while you're thinking of those questions, I'll, I'll see if... Da, da, da. Okay, 
Another topic I want to suggest, and I've, I've touched upon this at the start, but treat followers like people. They are real people. It's very easy to get blinded by the screen and go, okay, they're there. They're just people commenting. They're just people liking. They're just distant from me. No, they're, they're people behind those screens, just like you're behind the screen. Some people don't have that issue, but other people do. And this is, once again, it's, it's treating people like real people. It's being open and honest. It's being vulnerable. It's responding to them. It's giving them the time of day. They're choosing to spend their time looking at you. Give them that respect back. That makes sense to a lot of people, but some people it's, it's, it's hard. And like I say this from personal experience, it's easy to look at the numbers and go, oh, so many people are liking and that's where they focus. I was talking to an acquaintance and they're trying to build up a following and, you know, for, for in real life business. And they were talking about this idea of, oh, like the analytics and how many engagements and yada, yada, yada. And it was just so detached from real life. I'm like, my response was like, like that, that's all well and good. And look at your analytics, look at all of that sort of stuff, but just interact with people like they're real people, entertain them, educate them, develop a community, right? That's what you should be doing. Not looking at the numbers. Should you follow back? If shot, if so, who should you follow? Good question. So that triggers another question which I'll address first, and then I'll specifically answer that. There's an idea of this sort of follow for follow, following people and getting them to follow back. That works at the start, but once again, it, it starts to look a little bit questionable when you've got 3,000 followers and you're following 20,000 people, okay, because not everyone will follow you back. Um, you can do that approach. I have done that approach at the start, but eventually you're going to want to delete because otherwise it looks like you're doing that strategy. But the problem is, is if you start then deleting people, people get offended that you've not following them anymore, right? So by doing that a strategy, you're either going to look silly or you're offending people. So, so then it becomes, okay, I don't like that approach. Choose who you follow back. So people that are supporting me on Patreon, I will follow back, right? They're, 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 I'm, I'm like, yeah, of course I'm going to follow you back. You're, you're helping me out. People that are been um, interacting with me that I know that, you know, like, you know, friends and acquaintances that I've met online, I'll follow them back. People that are posting similar stuff to what I'm posting for. So for me in the meme space, everyone shares everything. I'll follow them back. People that are thought leaders in the community or people that are doing good things in the community, I'll follow them back, right? And I'll also follow people just, just randomly that that I like. It doesn't have to be so particular or worrying about who you who you who you're following back. But if you do, just be aware, like you're entering a sort of a, a tacit contract of like, oh, hey, I'm following you. It's it's a bit of an insult if you unfollow them. Make sense? Like no matter how big you get, if I've been following for someone, I'll be now. And once again, this is all learning from past experience. They're people. They they will get offended if all of a sudden you're not following them back, right? Makes sense. Um, okay, a couple more things. Then if there's there's no more questions, we'll give it a close. I just wanted to highlight a couple of little tools and tips that you can use to drive engagement. The main two that I like is this. If you look on your Instagram stories, there's a question function. So I'm just pulling up Instagram now and I'm going to my, my story. I'll try and show you, it's a bit awkward. Oops. Take a picture. Okay, so I've taken a picture of myself. Look at me go. And then I will go up the top here, the very top, there's a little picture of a face. I'll click that picture of a face, you get this menu. Sorry, I'm trying to show you. You can't see it. Obviously the screen's a bit, bit crappy, but there's one that says questions. 
you click questions and it'll come up with ask you that's terrible <laughs> it'll come up with ask a question okay so sorry about the the awkward screen there you type whatever your question is and then that will post a question on your story that will last for a day and then you will see the questions coming in right when you post you can respond to those questions personally and only the person that posted that question will get an answer back or you can post those questions as a story themselves which sort of informs people that the question's up and it drives this sort of thing. So what I'm doing now is a way to sort of, because I want to drive people to check out the podcast, to check out my Patreon, to check out my writing. I'm saying, hey, you know, who wants to see this? And they'll post or I'll post a meme and I'll be like, you know, who, who relates you know, very basically, like who can relate to this or who wants this in their life? You know, does that sort of make sense? Driving that. And the other way that I'll use the stories will be to say like, hey, you know, share your, you know, share something about yourself or respond to this post with a yes or a whatever, and I will send you something. So one of the ones I just did was like, hey, tell me your top, um, your top emoticons, and I will send you a, a poem that's like a, an erotic poem that's only made of puns. So the whole poem is called Punishment, and it's a poem of puns that are erotic, right? So they respond to that. I send them back that poetry, and now we're engaging. They typically, because I think my poems are great, they like my poems. Now we're talking on my about my poetry. They're in the DMs. We've got a direct connection here. Do you see how that's working? So it's like, it's almost like I'm putting that out there. Now, a bunch of people will see that and not respond. But the ones that do respond, they're the ones that I want to be connecting with because they're the ones that care. They're the ones that are likely to click off and actually have a look through my other work that might follow me on, on the Patreon, that might follow the, the podcast, that might engage and share. They're the ones that are on board, right? And they're the ones I want to be talking to. I want to be talking to the people that care. Question. I separated and cleared my account so that the one I'm trying to build has focused posts and stories and archived more personal stories like selfies, meals, nights out, et cetera. So should I unarchive to keep it out on a more authentic and personal level? It depends. Okay. So it depends on what you're doing. Um, if you don't mind, Sarah, can you um, tell me briefly, like feel free to use your voice or just text what you're what you're actually driving towards or what you're trying, you're hoping to accomplish with your Instagram page. Cause it sort of depends. What I would want to suggest is maybe like a, a 95%. I'm just pulling numbers here. So like a, a vast majority of your posts should be around your theme. Right. So for me on the kink sex positive stuff, it's mainly around that. Like that's what they're there for. That part of me expressed in that community is what they're there for, but I'm sprinkling that, with the other stuff, right? So like sprinkling that with other little little bits to give my personality and then sending them off to a different Instagram account or different places to get that other stuff. So I wouldn't necessarily say to unarchive it, but what you want to make sure is that if someone comes to your page, it's clear what you're talking about. Does that make sense? It's clear what the overall thrust of the, of the page is because you don't want them to come to it and see like, it's, oh, I don't know, really know what I've got going on here. It's a bit of an art form there. It's a bit of an art form, but you can sort of, you'll sort of get the, get the ability to do it. But I would suggest that, yeah, your main focus is on what you're trying to drive towards with a little sprinklings on top. Similar to mine, I'm in the UK, safe space to explore and educate and share my experiences in the kink and BDSM community. Okay. So in that case, I would suggest that you post predominantly the information and the posts that you're doing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll address the the unfollowing, uh, Katrina. Um, I'll just finish this one first. I'll suggest that, Sarah, you mainly post 
into that information and space. And then anything in your real life that sort of pops up or relates to that share. So if you're catching up with someone or you're talking about night outs or personal stories, relate those personal stories to the exploration and the safe space and the education, right? So like still share your personal space, but down that path a bit more. Does that, does that sort of make sense? Let me know, please. And Katrina, how do you know if someone specifically unfollows you? There are apps. Um, I don't use these anymore, but there's apps that you can uh, type in your, your account and it will show you who's followed and unfollowed. They can even figure out um, with these apps and the apps keep getting banned and deleted because Instagram doesn't like them, but they, they will keep popping up for a couple of bucks. You can get them and will tell you if people have followed or unfollowed you or banned you or blocked you that exists. But also if they go to direct message you and they see that you're not following them anymore, sometimes it will tell you who's following you or you both follow each other or they don't follow you or you follow them. It can tell you, or they can search through your people you're following. And if they don't see you, right. Or if they see that you're not, um, if you're not responding to the stuff that they're posting, right. So there's a few different ways um, that people will see if someone is, has unfollowed you. But like I said, yeah, so, so make sure you're choosing who you're following um, with the idea that you probably want to keep following them ongoing unless they do something that warrants an unfollow just because it's a break of rapport. Makes sense? Uh, da, 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 let me see if there's anything else that I've written down that I'd like to suggest. Okay, so, okay, fi final final little thing here. I said be authentic and, and just sort of get yourself out there and don't make each post the be all and end all. But I would also suggest that you, a bit of contradictory advice is make the effort, okay? So with me, once again, I can use my example with the posts about the memes. People will literally copy the meme. Every, like there's accounts that I follow that literally I'll post something and then an hour later they post because they've screen capped my thing. They've posted the exact same meme. But I look at their growth. I look at their account and... You know, when I started, they were on 3,000 followers and now they're on 4,000 when I'm on 24,000, right? What's the difference? We're posting the same picture. The difference is, is that they're not adding value with the caption, right? So people post like, you know, motivational quotes or images of beautiful nature or like an attractive person, you know, what whatever the post is, the picture isn't the only thing they're looking at. They're also looking at the copy or the caption down below. That's what I'm adding value to. My personality, my brain, my mind, my feelings, my vulnerable, open and honest self is in that caption, right? Sometimes it's a little small post and a joke. Sometimes it's a big, long explanation on why I agree with the meme. Right. One of the things I like to do is, is I'll post something controversial that suggests I'm down one side, but the caption will suggest down the other side. And then I share that with a question saying, you know, what do you think on this? So I'm hitting it from multiple angles. Right. And if people are like, oh, I don't agree with this, then other people will jump in the comments and be like, yeah, but look at his post. Like, look at what he's saying about it. He doesn't agree with it. Right. So I'm driving the communication and the nuance there. So what I'm getting at is, is put the effort in and share yourself in the caption below. Because it's not enough, you know, yet, like I said, people will copy the hashtags, copy the picture, but they don't have that added extra little bit of effort. It's very easy to post the pictures. It takes a lot to actually spend that time and effort and personality and vulnerability putting yourself down below. Now, obviously, this is what is working in my space. But once again, in your different spaces, it's not enough just to post the image. Why did you choose to post that image? What does that image say to you? How has it made you feel? 
how do you know what to write in your copy? Maria says, I wouldn't overthink it. Okay, why are you choosing to share the image in the first place? Okay, so pick any image and like feel free to like anyone jump in and say the sort of content you're posting, right? Tell me, like tell me about it, right? Why, why did you choose to share that image? So if you know why you're sharing the image, there's a reason. Tell me about that reason, okay? Is this, Katrina says, what about an account where the page is, is aesthetic? Should you keep to memes? Could you keep the means to just your stories? What do you mean by just an aesthetic? As in, do you mean the uh, the page itself? You want each image to look super cool. So as they're scrolling through, it gets that look. Is that sort of what you mean by aesthetic, Katrina? Like, please, like clarify so I can answer appropriately. But we're back on what we're saying is, is you're, you're choosing to post something for a reason. What is that reason? Tell me about that reason. Why am I, why do I care about this post? Yeah. If it's a quote, okay, you're sharing this quote. That's great. But it's like, we can read inspirational quotes all the time, right? We can read, see pretty pictures all the time. Why do I care? That's an opportunity to express and explore. That's, does that sort of, that sort of make sense? So yeah, like, please, please clarify, Katrina, what you mean by um, an aesthetic where the page yeah. is aesthetic. Sorry. Can you hear me okay? I yes, I, just... yes. Yeah, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, jump on. Go for it. Okay. Um, so my page um, is, and I don't know if you're following it or not, but it's a sense of self. So it's all about people posting, um, so taking central selfies, sending them to me, and I post them anonymously. So the page itself, I want to maintain that um, look about it. But to I'll build, just, I'll just look it up. I'll just look it up now. Um, uh, what's what's the username? Uh, it's I'm underscore gonna... a underscore sense underscore self. One oh, second. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So the page I want it to maintain that aesthetic look, but to build up followers, obviously I need to be continually putting content on. So I was kind of trying to limit memes and things like that to just my stories. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so there's a couple of ways to do this. I think that people feel like they want to have their page when someone scrolls through it looking aesthetic, looking hot, looking amazing, right? So as I scroll through your page, just scrolling through, it all looks consistent and great. But the problem here, and I used to have this approach as well, you see people doing this, when you click on it, it's like they've got like a quote, a picture, and like, so it's like, it looks all super sexy when they're scrolling on the page. The problem is, is that people aren't going to look on your page unless you appeal to them to even click through to the page. Does that sort of make sense? It's it's, it's hard because like you want to have your Instagram page looking like art, but people aren't going to see that art until you've got their attention and you can only get their attention by posting stuff that will get the attention. So my, per, my, my, my sort of intuition would be to move away from making the page when someone clicks into it, look like a certain aesthetic. That to me would be what you would use a, like a gallery on a website to look. Someone clicks through to your website and then they're like, oh, super sexy. It all looks great. It's this one image because that's a controlled space. But on Instagram, you're wanting to share and project and sort of get the eyes on and sort of direct them to that. Does that, does that sort of make sense, Katrina? Like, like chuck back on so I can talk to you. Um, yeah, that makes um, perfect sense. And I guess it's, it's about knowing your platform and knowing your audience. And, yeah, so, and, and I guess that's a little bit of that letting go because I, artistically yeah i want to keep it pretty but um yeah it may not be the right platform 
because it's not well, going to generate followers. Well, and that's exactly it. And you think about it, like you're seeing that account all the time. So to you, the artistic nature of what your account looks like is prime for, for foremost in your brain, right? But to me, when I when I search for you, right, I see your um, your name and your image, right, pop up underneath a picture if it pops up in my feed, right? Yeah. So, so the, the name and the image is the aesthetic, right? And then you're choosing to share memes or pictures or, or images or quotes or whatever that fits that maybe a bit more loosely, but it'll allow you to attract a broader audience, right? And then if you decide to go down to like into a different place or like you might be say like, hey, click the link in my bio and that will go to my photo gallery or whatever it is you're trying to sort of drive towards that you can be a bit more artistic in, right? Like, so if you were driving towards like, let's say you, and I'm just making up stuff now, like a, a photography book, right? That's where the aesthetic hits perfectly. Each picture that you post, you might end up, posting like, you know, five to one other things to your pictures. But if you were driving them towards a certain place, that's where the aesthetic lands. Does that, does that sort of land? Does that sort of make yeah, sense? That's perfect. Thank you. Yeah. No dramas. Um, I think we're, we're sort of coming up on time. We've been talking for, for quite a while. Um, I'm happy to keep, keep going maybe till, till the end of the hour um, with questions and direct, direct, um, um, like like personal instruction if you've got it like please do ask um, I'm just sort of I'll just keep sort of chipping away at what I'm um, a couple of little things that I would suggest that you can add sort of personality to your page don't be afraid of adding music to your posts or your reels um, add music that you like that's another way of people getting to know you right um, I would also suggest don't overthink content and be open and on, on vulnerable and raw so on my personal page, I'm in the process of doing um, just sharing calorie counting for, for various reasons. I've talked about having mind-body issues and I'm sort of talking about that over time. It's, that's the place where I talk about my mental state. I'm sharing the fact that I'm calorie counting and every day I'm posting the results of my calorie counting. I've been at it for almost 60 days now. I'm just like, this is me. This is the reality. This is my life. Help me, right? I'm using it as a place to garner support. So I'm like, hey, like check in on me. This is hard for me right? It sounds mundane. It's not content. People aren't going to look at that and go, oh, great. Like, you know, someone's counting calories. That's boring as shit. But the fact that it's me doing it as a part of, or in addition to uh, what I've got going on in other places, it sort of just adds a little bit of what I'm going through. Cause like, so for everyone that's, that's unaware, I do mindset coaching. I do, um, you know, like, like voice, voice, to voice and text-based mindset coaching. Part of what I want to show with that is the reality of the situation. It's not like everything's perfect and it's great. It's, it's not. Life is hard. I have ups and downs. I have things I'm working on. I have habits I'm trying to build. So wouldn't it be the most vulnerable thing for me to do to be like, oh, hey, here we, um, here we go. This is what I'm working on. I failed a couple of days ago. I, I didn't post for a variety of reasons. I shared the fact that I failed. Do you see what I'm saying? So that's, that's something that you can consider. It's a bit mundane. It's not the only content. It's a very small piece, but we're going through it. Sarah says she wants me to have a little look at her page. Of course. Give me one second. All right. Let me see if I can find you. All right. I have found you. Okay. Yes. I'm on your page. Do, do, do. Just put the post the captions along if you get a minute. Okay, so I, Sarah, I have seen that you've got 
only a few posts up at the moment. Is that right? And and let me know what you're um what you're going for, what you're trying to aim towards. Okay. Tell me and we can we can work towards a little bit of direct help there. And let me just <laughs> no worries. Thank you for joining in. I appreciate it. Have a good one. We're going to finish up soon anyway. Sarah. So yeah, please let me know. If you want me to have a look at your personal stuff, let me know. Um, but I need to know sort of what you're sort of going for as well. See if it pops up. Okay, so can you see me? I've just clicked off just to have a look in the browser. Are we all good? Okay. I've literally just started to focus on these aspects, just open honest conversations about sex. Yeah. Keep keep going. I mean, you've only done a few posts, so there's not much that I can speak to to those posts, but I would suggest that just having a little look through. Yeah. Okay. I like I like what you're going for. Um, I'm just looking at like the like the should you watch porn post. Yeah. Keep going. Post heaps and heaps and heaps, and just don't be too um, particular about worrying about what you're saying. Like post, post more and share because it's very easy when you're starting out to, like I said at the start, to feel like every post is super vital and super important. Each post on Instagram isn't art. It isn't a um, like this this high be all and mighty thing. Post, 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 post. Share and talk. It will look a little bit grittier. It will look a little bit less refined but it will be more real for that fact. So if something pops up and you're like, oh, hey, <laughs> go, go down this path, just, just express that and share. That'll be far more real than a curated thought about like worrying about everything perfectly post. One of the things I like to do is I'll click, there's a voice to text option that you can type in your notes and on Instagram. And I'll literally just speak the words out loud and then post, obviously correcting for the grammar that it doesn't get right. That's a way to express my personal truth there. Does that sort of make sense? Post more, be, be a little bit less concerned about the, the aesthetic of it. Just get the stuff out, right? And express yourself. And for enjoy English, um, just having a little look through as we go now. Yeah, I like it. Like I said, with the, the hashtags, um, add the dot, 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 dots and add the hashtags as a comment. Um, and it'll make it'll make it look a little bit more tidier. I like the I like the videos. That's great. You could probably put up um, not just videos, but also um, like graphics, like text based graphics and that sort of stuff as well to sort of vary up the content to see what people are liking. Maybe quotes, maybe um, images. Like try with different things. Like like I, I'm once again educate, entertain community. Right? Are there are there memes? Are there jokes? Are there things that you could engage in that path? You know, if you're teaching, um, I think, did you say like ESL or like um, that sort of stuff? Okay. So if it's ESL, right. I am sure that there are jokes and communities and stuff like might be a little bit like, you know, on that edge of like, but you, you will know the line that's like, you know, like where that line of humor lands, right. Play with that experiment, share, talk more. And just there, like I said, just fix up where the um, hashtags are going. Cool. Cool. All right. Like I said, um, I think we're sort of we're sort of coming up on on time a little bit now. We've been chatting for for about an hour. That's great. I love it. Um, if there's any more questions, please do ask. Um, feel free to follow or direct message me on on Instagram. I want to let you know that if you want to um, 
I can link you. Actually, I'll link you to my website now. Um, I'll put this in the chat. This is my, um, my website is just there. You can see everything I've got going on, my books, my blogs, my podcasts, all of that good stuff um, that's in addition to what I'm doing on Instagram um, in terms of like the, the coaching, everything I've got going on. I sort of put everything out there. One of the things I value is information out there and available for free with the opportunity to purchase should you want to have that, you know, the convenience. So it's all up and out there. I've got podcasts, check it out. Um, and if you have any like questions down this path uh, at a later stage, let me know and I can point you in some, some directions down that. But if you don't have anything else, um, if you don't have anything else to ask, um, I'm happy to give this a close. Just want to thank everyone for jumping in on board. And I think um, Fred and Bill, there's going to be a, um, you're doing a co-working co-working session. So what the boys do in this space is they're developing a community where they can get together and work on stuff online digitally, like a remote, it's remotely possible, <laughs> making a community <laughs> online together. Um, Oh, hang on. Something's going on. Yeah. yeah Bill's there. I oh, just shared my screen. <laughs> Perfectly. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go, go I'll for it. Like, it, please, please um, share, share, share what you're doing and what people are getting involved with. And I'll, um, I've got some editing I've got to do. And um, actually, no, I've got to, <laughs> I didn't realize it'd be going this long. I have to jump off soon too, unfortunately, right. but I will be, um, no I was saying to Maria, I'm going to be jumping on board this because I've got a lot of editing that I need. I love the creation. I love the posting. I love the podcast. I love the poetry, but I hate the editing. So I need to like be <laughs> kicked into gear of like forced to do it. <laughs> so nice. please do share. Yeah. No, there's always parts of parts of your business and your life that just that we all dread. But uh, yeah, I want to thank everyone. For those who are new, Freddie and I, we have this remotely possible community. I don't know whether you found us through Zach or Meetup or different avenues. Um you know, we basically are trying to help entrepreneurs and learners. We do events like this. We try to do um, at least one big event a month, as well as smaller events throughout the month, accountability, goal setting, um, as Zach mentioned, co-working a few times a week with different time zones. Uh, and there's a forum. So, you know, if you find this interesting, you know, keep an eye on, you know, follow us on Instagram or you're welcome to join the community is free. It's um, you can just sign up through uh, remotelypossible.community and check us out and, you know, you'll get notified whenever any events like this come up and we keep the calendar updated monthly. So thanks everyone. And thank you, Zach. I learned a ton. So this was awesome. And I really liked the, uh, the end there where you looked at people's individual accounts. That was a bonus. Well, it was either going to go one or two ways. If we had a bunch of people, it would have to be less personal. If we have a few people, it can be far more personal because if there was like 20, 30, 50 people, I can't look at everyone's accounts directly. So yeah. either way, we get like heaps of value or direct value. And um, I hope to do it again. If you can send me the video file, I might put this up as a podcast um, on my uh, on my on one of my podcasts, the Reality Check podcast, um, just as a little, a little thing. And that might get some extra value. And I'll post that on my socials when it's out. But yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I learn a lot from teaching as well. So it's like sort of, it's, it's a benefit to me to teach in addition to um, getting taught, if that makes sense. I suppose that's, you're nodding your head. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. the, it's the teacher's yeah. curse. Um, but yeah, thanks for, yeah. thanks for having us. That was um, great. Thank awesome. you so much. Cool. Yeah. Like I said, hit yeah, me up, thanks. let me know. I'm happy to answer more questions. Um, yeah. Have a great day. I might, I might sign off and get myself ready for the rest of my day. <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. And anyone else who wants to stay, you're welcome to stay. Uh, we'll we'll give you an introduction to how co-working works. But if not, thank you. It was great seeing everyone here. 
Thanks, boys. And it was really a lot of fun. See you, Zach. Gotcha. So that talk took place on the Remotely Possible community. They're a group of people who desire to live and work remotely, and they catch up to support one another, to work, find employment, and just build a community around working remotely. So I'll put a link down below to what they're doing, so feel free to join up if you're keen on their community. And I just want to remind you that if you would like some direct one-on-one coaching about anything and everything I've spoken about today or in general, let me know and I'll send you the details. Have a great day.